B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-B-
You said Ubre was Igadala. I said it like two weeks ago. I, th- I even said it on the pod like last last episode. I always and thought then... that Wiggins was Igadala. I mean, I guess we could have two good defenders, but you know, Wiggins's defense is still at like the top of his game. Did you see Draymond's defense in the fourth quarter? I'm kind of blurring my games together right now in my head, but uh, I do remember him being like really key and like getting deflections and stopping alley-oops and stuff at the rim i know he like needs to be on the all defensive team he's like so underrated he guards all the positions like every position this year he, he's guarded every assignment or any defensive assignment he's on that let's go all the way back to the heat game so we had no dream on this game i don't remember the reason but we both struggled on offense and defense without him so the dubs were down the whole game until the fourth where G League Summer MVP Bazemore hit the bench and scored 26 to bring us back in the game. Curry, of course, hit some clutch three-pointers in the end, but dude, oh my God, I remember watching that game. Like, there was no way we should have won that game. Like, it felt like the Laker game. Like, it was kind of just like, oh my God, like, they're literally giving us this game and we, we have to take it. The momentum shifted somehow. Like, we never feel the momentum with, like, the Warriors, like, coming back, but when it, I don't know, it's like, hit or miss when they start to come back yeah it's kind of like the warriors aren't even really like flipping a switch it's just the other team is just like just messing up we're just like all right we're just gonna try our best yeah the other team just folds but um steph went five for 20 on threes and then in (laughs) overtime he hit two clutch daggers and then had a sick dime to wiggins at the end you think steph is the most clutch player in the nba right now he's certainly in the discussion it's pretty debatable what clutch is in terms of you know like hitting the last shot of the game or taking that last shot bring it more up especially against the magic game i'm gonna i want to talk about it with you a little more at that game particularly Mm -hmm. but uh in terms of just straight up on paper i think steph right now is top five it just feels like steph like every game like we put him with like what seven six minutes left and then he just brings us back into the game and then hopefully right. he wins it for us in my book like makes him clutch because he brings the team back winning mode so the warriors had two wins in a row against the Cavs and the heat so they were looking for their first third straight win of the season but then the dubs folded in the fourth against magic you know everything was clicking for the, the magic on offense and on defense like that one dude okiki was getting buckets yeah, he was striping it. Yeah, and then Vujicic had that monster triple-double. Fournier yeah. was hitting shit. Yeah, obviously T-Ross being T-Ross. Yeah, oh yeah, T-Ross. Being, being a shot chucker like always. He's like J.R. Smith. He makes just He's just like J.R. Yeah, no, that's a great comparison. I, I said that when I was watching the game. I was like, man, there is no red or yellow light for him. It's just shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> Everything is open. Yeah, and then going down to the buzzer, Steph and Dre play like the two-man game where he was double-teamed by MCW and Vujicic. Then he shot the airball three. What were your thoughts on this possession? So this comes into my point where is Steph the most clutch player in the NBA? And, you know, people will point to this shot right there, you know, and it's just kind of like, okay, I want to ask you something. How many players in the NBA on the last shot, at least in today's game, how many of them get double-teamed like that in the last couple seconds? never like how many it's not that many guys like if it's one-on-one steph is pretty much gonna make it like we've seen it every single time every year steph has a game winner at the buzzer or with a couple seconds left whether it be from deep or a layup or whatever the case may be steph is really clutch but i don't care 
who you are. If there's two guys or three guys on you, one of them being seven foot tall, you're probably not going to get that open of a look. And it just significantly becomes a tougher shot for anybody. It doesn't have to be just Curry. Right. Like six, you know. seven MCW guarding you and Vucevic. Like, I know. And, everyone, and then everyone's just zoned up. Like everyone's just, they're not even guarding their man. They're just like zoned up, not in the paint, but like, you know, just kind of halfway. Right. They're all looking at Curry. I do think, you know, people are saying like, should we call a timeout? Uh, obviously in retrospect, we could have, but only because he missed a shot. If he made the shot, no one's going to complain about it. Exactly. Like that's like Steph's like possession where there's no timeout being you called, have... no defense set, but obviously the Magic are kind of prepped to just double team him. Right. I mean, you kind of have to just let him go and just do what he does because he just makes impossible shots. It goes back to my point. Like, is Steph clutch? Like, yes, of course he is. But it doesn't matter who you are. If you're getting double teamed like that and both of the guys are half a foot and a full foot taller than you, then it's obviously going to be a tough ass shot no matter who who it is. Like, I've never seen Lillard get double teamed by a center and a 6-7 point guard, and he hits the dagger. I've never seen Luka do that. I've never seen even Durant. I've never seen him do that either. For real, like, all those, like, clutch possessions with those players are one-on-one while Steph gets the double team. It's ridiculous. It's because he's so good at shooting. That's why they do it. That's yeah. the only way they can stop him because they're, he's so lethal. Like, that is the definition of being, like, a lethal shooter. Like, we want to say, like, Steph's not clutch or whatever. Do you know how many times this man gets doubled or even triple teamed? It's like obviously he's not his percentage is gonna go down. Like no one can hit shots over two or three guys, especially when they're a foot taller than you. Like I'm I don't care who it is. Right. I mean if there's anyone that's gonna take that shot, it's gonna be Steph. I don't care if he airballs. Like as long as he takes the shot, that's fine. I know. So now we're going to talk about the controversial Hornets game. So Steph went back to the locker room due to the illness, which was like a really strange start to the game. We were like, what the heck is going on with him? I know, like he didn't even really look sick at all. No, it was just weird. We we're like, is, did he get injured or is he sick? Like, well, what happened? It could have just been maybe like a stomach kind of issue because he wasn't sneezing, wasn't coughing, wasn't, you know, complaining about like a fever or like flu-like symptoms or like obviously he didn't test positive for covid because he played the right. next game so i think it was maybe just something he ate or something along those lines yeah well, it was definitely like a scary situation you know for sure. with stuff like we our best player just comes here and it's weird because he's playing in like his home arena and his dad's commentating and he's like you know i might just text him right now like <laughs> he's just like i might call him right now for real, Sir Del Curry. But without yeah. Steph, Warriors were clicking basically in all four quarters. Um, Kelly Ube coming alive. Wanamaker had his like best game with us. Just go straight to the ending with Draymond. So Ubre hits a clutch three, put him up five. Warriors already had the W until Rogier hits a clutch three, kind of lead to two. You want to recap on what happened between Draymond, Gordon Hayward, and the refs during that jump ball? The Hornets kept trying to put uh, Miles Bridges or someone else to jump the ball, but then like it was LaMelo that was the one that was supposed to be the jump ball. Right. It's like, I'd much rather take my chances with LaMelo than with Miles Bridges, you yeah. know? So they were trying to already like finesse the refs on that one. 
good thing they didn't. But a ball was tipped. Gordon Hayward had the ball. Draymond and him were fighting for the ball. It could have been another jump ball. Hayward fell down. I think that should have been a travel, in my opinion, because I don't care who you are. If you fall down with the ball and no one touches you, or if it's a jump ball situation, like it should or be called no a travel. Call. Just no, no call. He's on the ground with the ball. Like you see him call timeout. I don't see him call timeout. I see Draymond just dive on the floor with him. I know exactly. And like the whole Warrior team was just so pissed because it's like out of everything, you could have called a foul another jump ball or a travel on Hayward but they gave the Hornets a timeout and gave them a chance to win which they did and then you know Draymond gets a T for overreacting and then he couldn't calm down and then he gets a second T gets ejected <laughs> so not only not only did they get two free throws but they get the damn ball as well no time going off the clock at all so instead of a two point lead it's a tie game and we lose our best defensive player that's so, like the most ridiculous way to lose, but I mean, Draymond is always like in the situation of these like end of the game. You remember like KD and Draymond? <laughs> I know. Y'all ever notice that when Steph doesn't play, Draymond's more likely to act out? Right. Like no one I mean, is there to control him. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's like, you know, you have a lot easier of a, of a time playing basketball because you have Steph than versus when you don't. So you're obviously not as frustrated, but the frustration was already mounting on the whole Warrior team. Like, Pascal was, like, raising his arms, freaking out. Like, Oubre was, like, saying some shit to the ref, too. And then Draymond was, like, screaming at him. So even Steve Kerr, like, everyone was just like, what the heck kind of call was that? Like, that was really bad. But still, it's no excuse for Draymond to lose his lose his cool and get two technicals. I know. He should have learned yeah. already from the finals getting suspended. But obviously, he didn't yet. So, and then, you know, Rozier hits the game winner, which was, like, kind of predictable. <laughs> no, I literally, I literally called it. I'm like, Rozier's going to get it when he had the buzzer. <laughs> and he did. And I was like, well, okay. They literally, I was watching Hornets broadcast. Sorry, but I'm watching on my Xbox. So I'm watching Hornets broadcast. They're like, okay, Rozier is going to take it. And then obviously he's scary. Terry's hella clutch. I was laughing too. Steve Kerr like kicked the ball. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> like, that he, little like, he, like, light kick. You know? Yeah, he like kicked the ball. And I was like, bro, that's like us at home. <laughs> Do you have anything else on the dubs, you know, for future games? How about for like the Warriors and Lakers? Like any predictions for that? Uh, Lakers are not going to mess around that game. I don't know if they're going to have AD. I hope they don't. Uh, like, please don't bring back players against the Warriors. Like, it always has to be against the Warriors. It's like first game back off an of injury and then they drop like 40. <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah. But I mean, I personally like beating them full strength but i mean if he's not there then he's not there then it's like okay well, whatever yeah. but you know yeah we're, we're just gonna take it to lebron's mouth again you know he, he doesn't have any help right now no more shot blockers on that team nope uh like every- howard's gone mcgee's gone even uh Schroeder's out right now i mean even if we don't comment on it follow our instagram at bay.talk and then follow our TikTok at Bay Talk Podcast. And then now we have our podcast episodes on Spotify. So go follow and stream our episodes. And that's episode six for y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We're definitely going to make more of these mini episodes for sure. If we feel like we need to just lightly touch on some things or catch up. Or maybe we might even make a little like compilation of these. Who knows? You know, 40 minutes is kind of a long time to watch something. So we'll, we'll try to keep it around the 20 to 30 minute range. That's a wrap, y'all. We'll catch you on episode seven for the All-Star Draft. Peace.